Welcome to the Normal Show. My name is Caleb. I'm Jeremiah. And happy Independence Day. Yay! America, fireworks. Yeah. But yeah, um, I don't know uh, about <laughs> you, but I guess uh, yeah, before we were recording, I was kind of talking about uh, how it, it feels like I live in a, a war zone right now. Like every five seconds, I hear something go off. Oh, hold on. So you live in a war zone now? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it sounds like it. I mean, just from hearing out the outside, you'd think I lived in a war zone because every five seconds it has just been exploding. Like I've just he- been hearing like, like just like not even just like not even like firecrackers or bottle rockets. Like just like somebody like with high like they they have like high grade uh, aerial fireworks <laughs> just going on, and I'm scared that. Yeah, like any second. Although it has, it's kind of not as bad as it was, like say an hour ago. But I'm scared that any second um, I'm gonna see something fly through my window. <laughs> so if you hear me scream, well, and luckily you can see me. So if you see me suddenly scream and catch a and, and you know become a flame, you know why. <laughs> yeah, and I'll just go. <laughs> and then it happens to you. <laughs> and then the exact same thing uh, happens to you, and you're like, "Oh God!" No, like Billy Madison, mm-hmm. such as his mark. Oh, 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 oh. um. So, should we start the show? <laughs> it's already been started. How? Well, I started it earlier, and then I ended it. Hmm. Now we've restarted it. Yeah, but how the do, original start. But how do we get back still, to then? Still works. But how do we get back to then? We can't. Well, you passed it. Well, what do you mean? Like, well, then, uh, well, let's take then back to now. It's too late, sir. We, we just did. It's, it's back, and now we're gone. <laughs> you're to, no, you, you, you left out the best one. Like, we just did. He's like, how do we get back to then? We just did. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. But anyhow, space balls for anyone who has no idea what the hell we're hey. talking about. They know. Uh, and and uh, speaking of Spaceballs, which was, of course, directed by uh, Mel Brooks, um, this is sort of Mel Brooks related. Uh, his longtime uh, friend and frequent collaborator, uh, uh, Carl Reiner, uh, recently passed away at, what was he, 90, or was he 98 years old? Yeah, he was 98. Yeah. And he was still a fierce tweeter. Yeah, and very and like and he would show up on on different podcasts. I know he was on like the WTF podcast, and he seemed really sharp, you know. And even even uh, Carl Reiner had talked to, or, or not Carl Reiner, uh, Rob Reiner Rob. had talked about how oh yeah, like he you know st- still still very much with it. Uh, I guess like he and uh, Mel Brooks were still really good friends, and talked about how like oh yes like. Uh, twice a week they would meet up for dinner and stuff like that and still spend a lot of time and this uh, and my mom kind of said this and I wish she hadn't because it almost seems that she has a gift for you know predicting when people die <laughs> so she kind of said um, she goes oh I hope now that Mel Brooks doesn't go because you know since they were such good friends I was like mom shut up you know <laughs> yeah one of the last pictures that uh, he wanted his wife was tweeting things out, you know, saying like Carl thought, you know, thanked everybody for their kindness and support, and 
uh, he wanted to tweet out this picture the other day and didn't get a chance to, so I'm doing it for him. It was him, uh, his wife, and Mel Brooks laying in bed together mm. wearing Black Lives Matter shirts. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, he was, I mean, he was always on Twitter um, taking a social stand. Yeah. Making comments and stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, like, he was he was a guy that, when you look at like his body of work, uh, he was real. He was one of the guys that was really big in the um, the birth of television, uh, because he was involved with the show of shows. Um, and, Dick Van Dyke and Dick Van Dyke, which was probably one of the biggest shows of its time, uh, and also like stirred up its own controversy with the whole you know Mary Tyler Moore wearing capri pants on prime yeah. time television. Well, and it's funny. It's funny. It's on Hulu. Yeah. And uh, I was showing well because cbs the other night showed two episodes in color mm-hmm. that weren't previously in color did they just like sort of like the ted turner colorization thing or kind of i mean yeah it was you could you could see that weird layer on top of it where it yeah. was like foggy yeah. you know so you could tell that it wasn't originally supposed to be in color um but i it was to honor carl reiner i think yeah. and um so I wanted to go back and show the kids, you know, from the start. And the pilot is on there. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because originally the show was supposed to be called Head of the Family. Yeah. And and Carl Reiner was Rob Petrie. Yeah. And Barbara um, Stan- Britton. Oh. <laughs> no, Brit- Britton. Barbara Br- Britton was Laura Petrie. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, the, the kid, Richie, I think Richie. No, I haven't, I actually haven't watched it. I have not watched the episode um, in God knows how he, long. He was a different kid completely. Uh, the two writers, um, you know, in, in his office were two completely different people. There was no Mel Cooley character. Mm-hmm. And it was just so weird. And, and Laura, she had the traditional, like, I'm wearing the dress, I'm wearing the apron, I'm the dutiful wife. Yeah. And it was... You know, she just played it very, like, straightforward and kind of earnest, you know. And it was it was weird because it was obviously supposed to be centered around Carl Reiner. Yeah. And uh, they don't show uh, the, 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 the guy that Carl Reiner later plays is named Alan Sturdy. Yeah. And later becomes uh, Alan Brady. Yeah. And and that becomes Carl Reiner's character yeah. when he's replaced by Dick Van Dyke, and then you, it's it's just that was it just because you know, Dick Van Dyke was a bigger name at the time, or well, no, I mean because Carl Reiner created the show. I think yeah. I don't know that it was that he was bigger name or if they just because the pilot I think came out in 1959, yeah, and then the the show aired in 1961. The first episode was October 1961. And it's just funny. You see, like, all the building blocks are there. Yeah. But it's it's one of those situations where, like Seinfeld, only those actors could have played those characters. Yeah. You know? It would have been completely different if somebody else was George. Because George yeah. is, you know, I mean, uh, uh, Jason, Jason Alexander, Alexander. Is, yeah. is George. And yeah. um, so when you watch the pilot... And you see the characters, and it's like, oh, they didn't get it. Or they were yeah. just trying to present what it could be, 
And then later when the first episode comes out, Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tyler Moore, um, Rosemary, uh, what's, what's her name? Rosemary or whatever. Um, you know, she played the, the writer, the female writer. Is it, it's been and forever it, since I've actually watched the show. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, and then, and then, you know, the male writer in that, it, it, it's like they just fit the characters. Yeah. And, and it's, it's night and day that the two, the pilot and the first episode. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it just shows, I don't know, like Carl, Carl Reiner, he was a good writer. Yeah. Well, and he, uh, and not it, only, in addition to good writing, he was also a really good com- uh, comedic director as well. Yeah, well, all those jokes, yeah. all the jokes in, in Dick Van Dyke were, like, perfect and spot on and the timing and everything. Yeah. Um, and, like you said, he, he would sometimes collaborate with Mel Brooks. And, yeah, well, that was, and that goes uh, back to the old, that was the, the old show of show days. Like that right, the show, like, yeah. Because it was him. Thousand-year-old man and all yeah. that. But it was, but it was the show. Show was it was kind of like where, where Reiner, Brooks, and even Sid Caesar all got their start. Um, right. And and those and those three of those guys. Well, I, I think even I want to say Jonathan Winters was also part of that as well. But then, and all of those guys tended to work. If you'll notice, like frequently work together in some way or another. Well, um, yeah, just the same way guys work together now. Like all the yeah. Wes Anderson stable of actors yeah. you know like bill murray and yeah the, uh tilda swinton yeah wilson yeah are they twins or are they different ages they're different ages the wilson okay uh, so owen is actually older than luke um yeah and then there's also andrew uh but but yeah, Paul Reiner, everybody <laughs> yeah yeah but the point is yeah uh carl reiner hmm. um you know, um, but of course, he was in all the Ocean's Eleven movies. But, but even, even before, even before that, um, I wanted to talk about like what a you know like the, the movies he directed. Like for example, uh, the, uh, one of the funniest uh, movies of all time, uh, in my opinion, like, like it's, it's a movie that I can still watch today and think it is just as funny as it was the first time I saw it, and that is The Jerk. Like that yeah. movie is hilarious. <laughs> like it's just like it's so. It's so bad. It's great, <laughs> you know, because it's like it's the, the premise of a a white a, a white guy. I mean, even like the, the his, one of his first lines, Steve Martin's first lines is, "I was raised a poor black child," <laughs> and it's like just the absurdity that this that this white kid was raised by a black family, and never in his mind does he ever think that he's not black <laughs> until his mom until his mother tells him. You're not a natural yeah. born child. <laughs> well, and yeah, it's like it's like telling somebody they're adopted. Yeah, like, and, but in, <laughs> yeah, and like that was the whole. And then like there's the 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 lesson that he like whenever his dad's kind of giving him the talk or whatever before he goes out to his when he decides he wants to go out to St. Louis to find himself or whatever, and his dad kind of gives him the the this is the only thing you're ever gonna need to know. See this, and he hands it to him. He goes, "This is Shinola." You see this and points at horse, horse, you know what, and goes, this is, you know, this is a family, you know, Caleb wants to keep this clean. So I'm sure if people know the saying, no, not, not knowing something from Shinola. <laughs> and so he just basically shows him the difference. And then I love it after he shows it, Steve Martin just walks right through it. <laughs> like, yeah. But, uh. 
But yeah, and, and he also did, so in addition to The Jerk, uh, he also did another good Steve Martin movie, The Man with Two Brains, which is another one that's, it's so absurd and so absurdly funny um, about like just, and, like, and it has like, like the, the whole thing with um, Merv Griffin being a serial killer. <laughs> There's the whole thing with like that that's so ridiculous where like there's the ele- the elevator killer and nobody knows who he is and then when it sh- does the reveal and he goes Merv Griffin <laughs> goes, and, yeah. it's just, and it's actually Merv Griffin he's like for those yeah. of you who don't know Merv Griffin was a talk show and game show uh, producer in like the 70s 80s and 90s <laughs> and the thing where he and Merv Griffin goes, yeah, he's like, I used to do this, in, like, talking about killing people, he's like, I used to do this in the States all the time, but I got so famous where people would just be like, hey, who's that sneaking up on me in the bushes? Is that Merv Griffin? <laughs> and so he had to do it in Europe. Yeah. Um, and they also, you know, dead men don't wear plaid, because for a while there, it seemed like Steve Martin was kind of his muse, because he was, a, you know, he did dead men don't wear plaid. Um, oh, and... So, and this is uh, it's it's always funny to me that he directed this because this was kind of one of those like sort of teenage sex romp comedies, uh, summer school. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he directed Mark Harmon with Mark Harmon, yeah, and uh, and um, uh, Courtney Thorne Smith and um, hold on a second. Yeah, I was gonna say it was a little bit of feedback there. It's a train going by. better yeah um well yeah and he had done you know uh you know summer school which you know was kind of like mark Harmon when he was uh considered like, like back whenever he was like sexiest man alive by people magazine and it also had kirstie alley and courtney thorn smith um and yeah and it's one of those it's just it's, it's kind of weird that at, at his age too he was making this sort of teenage because you know this has been 87 and at this point, he's, let's see here, he is, or he was, let's see here, he would have been well into his, like, 60s at that point, <laughs> 60s or 70s at that point, and he's making this, like, sort of, like, uh, like very very much like, oh, teen, you know, teen comedy. <laughs> um, and he also had a, a really memorable part in um, uh, King of the Hill, which I always loved. He played... Uh, Hank Hill, or um, Hank Hill's mother's new boyfriend. Do you know what, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, after Cotton. After Cotton, yeah, because he's the one that on the in the Christmas episode, uh, of, or the the first Christmas episode that King of the Hill ever did. He's the one that Hank see like whenever he he they have, they, they forget something that he has to go back in the house and they leave like him uh, or his mom and her boyfriend alone and. <laughs> He walks in on in the kitchen, or he he opens the door to the kitchen, and he sees uh, his mom and uh, Carl Reiner's character having sex, and it causes him to have hysterical blindness. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. like, and the whole thing was like he was he was Jewish, and so you know, playing up the fact that he was Jewish, and Bobby he was like, "There's this thing where you know he gets you know he gets you know he and Bobby just hit it off and." Um, you know, he, uh, they're, you know, they're, 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 they had, uh, relo- or, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of his name, Carl Reiner's character and, uh, and Tilly, Hank's mom had relocated to Arizona. And so 
uh, he's so he's kind of speaking with like the New York, like kind of like the New York um, Jewish. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, speech dialect pattern, or dialect or speech pattern? Because there's a thing where he tells him, "You." He looks at Bob. He's like, "You, I like." And he goes, "You said you, I like instead of I like you." He goes, "That must be some uh, fun new Arizona way of speaking. That must be how they speak in Arizona or something like that." and and yeah it's like that was he and he had several i think he had several appearances there um and then probably what most people what would nowadays would recognize him for was what you were saying uh his appearance in the uh oceans movies which was kind of a throwback because he really hadn't done anything in a while uh prior to those like he was kind of like he'd kind of you know he'd kind of like sort of retired like semi-retired and then uh, and then came back to do, uh, you know, Sto- Steven Soderbergh kind of convinced him to come back and play like, oh, this sort of seasoned con man uh, ga- uh, in in the Ocean's movies, and he was he was great in those as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. Anything else about uh, the great? Uh, I'm sorry, I keep getting distracted by the Well, fireworks. and you, you can see yeah. how he affected his son, Rob Reiner, because yeah. he's also a great director. Yeah. Um, and it's it's funny how... Now I hear them. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, what good, I was going to say, I lost it. All so. those, uh, good luck editing all the fireworks sounds out of this. Well, it's the 4th of July. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. But, Um, uh, yeah, what I was going to say didn't, it didn't pan out, so. But, I mean, no, like, he, uh, you know, I mean, he, you know, he he created another generation of filmmakers with his son, uh, who was actually in a lot of his movies in small parts. Like, in in The Jerk, he plays the guy who, um, who, who picks up Naven when he's, the first guy that picks him up when he's hitchhiking and. Maven said, or he goes, uh, you know, leans over and says, how far are you going? He goes, St. Louis, how far are you going? He goes, to the end of this post. He goes, okay. Gets yeah, in. In the, <laughs> in the truck. Yeah, that's, and it took me years to figure that one out. But yeah, that's, uh, that is Rob Reiner. Who's driving meathead. The truck. Yeah, meathead. Meathead. Uh, and, uh, well, and the thing was a lot of, because uh, I, I believe it was, was it Gary Marshall and it was, I think it was Gary Marshall and um, and Rob Reiner or, or excuse me and um, Carl Reiner were good friends and that's kind of how a lot of these second and it's kind of like a weird thing of like how a lot of these like you know kids whenever the, the, during the Dick Van Dyke show would just be like kind of hanging out and doing all this stuff and like that's how that's how uh, uh, Carl Reiner met Gary Marshall. <laughs> Or, 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 excuse me, how, God, it's confusing as hell, how Rob, Rob Reiner <laughs> met Gary Marshall, who put him in, or, or, or not Gary, or Gary Marshall, and then also um, Norman Lear, who put him in uh, All in the Family, and same thing with, uh, I know that's where, um, like, Albert Brooks was part of that group, too, because, like, he, like, they were child, like, he and um, Rob Reiner were Rob. childhood friends, <laughs> and stuff, um, and that's why, and you'll see a lot of those people kind of, as you we, as we were talking about, like, end up in each other's stable of characters. Or, or of actors, I should say. Um, 
But yeah, uh, he was, as we said, 98 years old. Uh, I think he was actually turning nine. I think he was going to turn 99. No, I guess he, he had just turned 98. Uh, but still, that is amazing that, you know, to be nearly 100 years old and, you know, the dude lived a life, you know, <laughs> and was still, as you said, was still very sharp, very active on social media, um, and even like, and, and still worked, worked up until, uh, I believe, uh, the last project he worked on, because uh, he was doing a lot of voiceover work stuff, because he, he was, he was in the, the, um, uh, Toy Story 4, uh, was the last thing he was in, or last thing he's credited in, let me actually see if he has anything that's coming up that hasn't even come out, yeah, so he even has, uh, one project that apparently is, is still gonna come out, uh, but, uh, but yeah, and I remember he was also um, the voice of uh, the wizard in the uh, there's that uh, Justice League action show, uh, which is kind of a little more it's a little more kiddie version of the Justice League. I prefer the you know the original that are like the you know, like the Kevin Conroy Mark Hamill Justice League, uh, but this one is a little more aimed for kids. Uh, he did the voice of the wizard who gives Shazam his powers. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, uh, Carl Reiner, you know, RIP. Thank you for, thank you for all the funny, I guess. <laughs> so, yep. Mm. So some of the, uh, other things we were going to talk about, you know, it's amazing how much, uh, the death of George Floyd has accomplished, mm-hmm. um, as far as getting things changed yeah it's you know what made this different people always ask you know there have been these incidents in the past and and nothing's ever changed nothing's ever changed then this happens and all all of a sudden there's this sweeping reform there's all these things well i think think Um, the big thing is when you have an apathetic leader who basically says i don't care and that you know that's that's well but that's not what changes it i mean but but i'm saying i'm sure that probably played played its part on that whereas you know most most times people will give the lip service of like oh this is a tragedy hearts and prayers and and this time he basically just said oh i don't care you know (laughs) right but also but part of the reason this was different was in a lot of those other videos that came out you would see slight resistance or mm-hmm. or it was in the car with gun violence somebody yeah. said it was gun violence well this was different you basically saw yeah. a cop strangle someone yeah for eight minutes until they died and and i don't know why that makes it so different but something about this and maybe just well, the fact I think, that i think people were media. free yeah well they and, were and, out of they were out of work and they yeah. were free and had the free time to actually go out and do yeah. something and make change well and a big, Unlike, I think a big part too is the uh, the um uh i don't want to say, really say availability but the um the fact that social media is, is is well the fact that social media is even a thing now and you know and 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 that well but it's been a thing for but it but even at that it's just like it didn't really you know, and I think it kind of plays into the thing, kind of plays into what you were saying about how, like, because people are out more, you know, because, like, there's more people on the street more because, unfortunately, people are unemployed. <laughs> I can I can speak for that because I'm one of those people. But um, but I th- it, it's the fact that 
they you could mask it for so long and it, it was even will smith that even said it's like oh no it's um uh, it, it, it's not that the problem ever went away. It's just that it was never being filmed like it is now. <laughs> and, and I think that's, that's the part of it is that, or that's the big part of it is that, that because social media is so huge and because every phone has a camera now, you can't hide it. Like before it could be, it could be swept under the rug and it could be hidden. You can't do that now. Well, right. But the yeah. people have had camera phones. I mean, that that's not new either. But streaming, because, I mean, like the the idea of like being able to live stream, like put it directly, like you know, to put something out directly uh, as it happens is fairly a new thing. Like that 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 hasn't really that hasn't really caught on until like the last few years. Like that, you know, you get what I'm saying. Like, like well, I know. mean, if you remember uh, during the Occupy Wall Street thing, there was the Periscope. And uh, what was the other one? Ustream. And those were kind of live streaming services that you had to download. Now now you can do it with On Instagram Facebook, and Facebook Instagram, and all that. Yeah, but, yeah. Twitter. But, I mean, yeah. still, those things were around. Yeah, they're more prevalent now, but they have been around. I, I think the difference was just that this was so blatantly mm-hmm. unnecessary no one could like in the past well you know you had the people that were always playing devil's advocate well if they would just cooperate and do all this and do all that this time it was like there was no you there there was no devil's advocate yeah you could not explain it away you saw right there that this was blatant yeah because basically you know i mean it was like media it's because everybody everybody has access to 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 media on their phone like, you know like to right. uh, to recording but the video. but the yeah. reason i bring this up yeah. um because you know what what makes the george floyd incident so different but it's beyond that it's it's creating such a like in what do you say like there's you know there was People before 911 well there was before 911 yeah. there's after 911 well, now there's like going to be before George Floyd, after George yeah. Floyd. It's opening, and it's, and, and it's, it's like because now you've yeah. got the Washington Redskins, yeah, who are they've always Dana Snyder, the owner or part owner, has always said, "I'm Dana, not going to change it." I'm, I'm sorry, not I was thinking of the Aqua Team guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Dan Snyder is his okay. name, not Dana. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I sorry I'd, but um I'd yeah no there. his it, it was a yeah well but uh dan snyder has always been adamant i'm not changing it's an honor it, the name redskins yeah. honors indians it's like shut <laughs> even up. though that, that's what no it does not it's called that's what that's what the government bought that's where it comes from is like oh yeah and yeah. and if you look at the actual history all these idiots that try to oh it's an honor no it's not mm-hmm. And how many of them um, are actually? Like, I mean, how many of them are actually American Indian too? That argue that point. It's like, oh no, they're always white. Exactly. They're always white, and they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. Um, but because the name, it didn't. It wasn't to honor Indians. It came out of you know the like Tammany Hall. Yeah. Um, the Redskins was like a name of 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 like a fraternity group or something mm-hmm. like that. Um. 
that's what they were called. The guys, all the rich capitalist guys were called that were in that group or whatever. So it had nothing to do with Native Americans or whatever. But anyway, the point is that now, you've in 2016 when Colin Kaepernick was protesting, and you had the NFL uh, who made the wrong choice. They were on the wrong side of history there, and and, um, all these people that were, oh, Kaepernick is a traitor and all this stuff. He's protesting. Now, suddenly, Kaepernick, they all realize what he was talking about. They all realize um, they were wrong on that issue. The NFL, at least in in words, has changed uh, their direction, and they're saying, you know, they're going to try to get him back on a team and all this stuff. And now FedEx, uh, who has the naming rights for the where the Washington football team plays, mm-hmm. um, they are pressuring. They're they're basically saying, you know, we're going to re- withdraw um, support mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't change the name. Nike removed all the wa- Washington Redskins merchandise. gear yeah. merchandise from their website. Um, the NFL is pressuring them. Even the town uh, in Maryland where they play has yeah. basically said, "You're no longer welcome here if you don't change that name." So they basically, don't even play in DC. basically, what's that? They don't even play in DC, even though they're the Washington. Well, Redskins. no, Washington DC is it's in three states basically. Okay. Part of it's in Virginia, part of it's in Delaware, and part of it's in Maryland. Okay. Um, it's they're all right there on a corner. So. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's in all three of those states, but where the stadium is, is in Maryland. Yeah. Um, but so basically there, everybody is now at a point where they're saying, now look, we've let you get away with this for so long, but now we're at a point where you're changing that name basically. And even, even the Cleveland Indians now have said they're discussing a name change. And that, that begs the question because, you know, the Indians used to have a really racist yeah. logo. Their logo yeah. was really racist. Um, but they've they've removed that several yeah. years back. And I mean, and also it's like... And there's nothing, I mean, yeah. other than cultural appropriation, yeah. there's nothing inherently racist about the name Indians Indian. as, yeah. your, as your name. But it's not always necessarily about race. Yeah. In that instance, it's about the appropriation of a culture. Yeah. Um, that's that can be offensive because it's like our culture is not your. Um, not yours. Entertain- to, not, not your yours not your entertainment. Either. You know, yeah. it's not your pleasure. It's not your entertainment. And then you've got people like, well, why can you name something the Patriots after white people? It's like because white people weren't systemically oppressed for hundreds of years. You know, yeah. that's the stupidest argument. But anyway, so it begs the question, though, because the Cleveland Indians name isn't necessarily racist, racist but it's yeah. problematic. Yeah. But you've got the Braves. Yeah. Who their name could be problematic for people. It's not necessarily an inherently yeah. racist name, even though the logo in the past is kind like, of. Well, like I remember. um the uh you know in in oklahoma there was the the winnie woods savages well i mean that's yeah where where i grew up in quentin we were also the savages yeah 
and, and we but we had a Native American population there. Yeah. And and they were they were like some were like, I don't really care. Others were like, what are we going to do about it? You yeah. Know? But I mean, I like, mean when you say sad, I mean, it's because like, because for me, like my home. Well, no, it's very it, a lot of us were like. Yeah. Is this seriously our mascot? Yeah. Like, why is well, like, this... like for example, like but like for for my hometown, we were the Enid Plainsmen, which is a little more of like a PC, <laughs> a little more PC, and we even like one of the things like they made sure to have like uh, I believe it was they always tried to get like uh, a Cherokee uh, student, like, like like somebody who was either Cherokee or or Choctaw or you know one of like the five civilized tribes that is native to Oklahoma. To be the mascot, so it's like they went out of their way to kind of be like, okay, well, they weren't they weren't native, but they were, yeah. they were the ones that signed an agreement with the government because yeah. yeah. the Cherokee are from Florida. Yeah, because um, it was, it was Choctaw, I, Chickasaw, Cherokee Creek, Seminole. Uh, yeah, I, I had we we well we all had to memorize that if you grew up in Oklahoma, but but it's like so that's like okay, that that is them taking the appropriate steps, but it's like. To be called like like when you have something called the savages, I mean that's almost like saying right. the n words, you know. Well, <laughs> and like... right, and and we did the same thing the chiefs do, which the chief's name isn't yeah. necessarily racist, but they do that tomahawk chop. And our school yeah. used to do that too, you know the. Whoa, yeah, whoa, well, and the brave the braves whoa, do that as well. Yeah, all, most of the, Indi- the Indian named teams do, and it's mm. like you look at the crowd. And most of them are like these fat, blotchy-faced white dudes yeah. who've been had like thirteen beers, and they're all wearing the headdresses and stuff like that. And it's like that's why you need to change your name, not because the name itself, but because of how you treat your fanhood of that mm-hmm. team. You know, it's like it's not like they're doing can, it with you respect. Can, yeah. Well, right. It's it's not you're not part of the tribe. You know, you're yeah. not welcome to do that. You're sitting up there like, oh, 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 I'm drunk as hell. And it's like, that's the problem, the appropriation yeah. of it. Don't wear the headdresses. Don't wear, that, you know, the paint that kind and of all that stuff. think of the, uh, the Seinfeld episode with the, with the uh, cigar Indian. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the statue thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and just the whole thing of like, because uh, and, and Jerry is dating the lady who's American Indian, and like he keeps trying to avoid, like really trying to avoid, like saying anything that would be stereotypical. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, well, you know that I, I I gave it to Elaine, so I can't really ask for it back because that make me that the, would be. <laughs> he's like can't say it, and like the lady yeah. goes, "What an Indian giver." <laughs> and then he just he does it he just goes yeah. like you said it not yeah. me yeah. <laughs> oh my what god what is the deal with that man like Kramer um, do, and Kramer well Kramer is doing that thing that you were just talking about where he's he has the the Indian statue in his car and he's going hey Jerry and he's doing like he's 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 doing the the Indian uh, holler thing yeah yeah So, I mean, so you've got, it's, it's kind of amazing right now because all of this stuff is just kind of cascading toward, toward justice, you know, and you're going to have pushback from the, 
idiots out there who are so clinging to their heritage or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I use that in quotes or the, the tradition or, oh, it's, it's honoring them. Um, yeah. Shut up. Don't even try to argue that right now. You just sound like a fool. But it, it's amazing how all of this is just kind of happening. Yeah. Um, after so many years, you know, it's like, what makes this so different? But I'm, I'm glad. Well, like I said, I think it's, it's, it's a lot of things. I mean, it is, you know, it, it, it's one, I think people, because, because of social media, we are connected in a way that we never really had been before. Um, we're seeing, you know, people who, uh, who may have lived in one area of the country can now in real time see what's going on, you know, like, like see, see a protest going on, um, in New York, in Buffalo, New York, where, you know, that, that horrible video of that, of those cops just, you know, abusing shoving the old man. Yeah, exactly. It's like cracking his head open. Yeah. And then saying he tripped and then trying to say yeah. he tripped. And, and say, it's, it's know. like, it's on video. Yeah. Moron. Do you think we don't have eyes? Yeah. And, and, then, and they try to say, well, he tripped. It's like, no. And then, we and then, all oh, saw he, had a, he was holding a scrambler. He was holding a cell phone. You know, it's like, and I don't know of any app on a cell phone that, that makes a radio scrambler. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, um, you know, hopefully, as you said, hopefully this, you know, this, this is change. Like things will hopefully change for the better and hopefully fireworks will stop soon. Uh, <laughs> but this is almost 12, 12 AM where I'm at still hearing them but uh <laughs> but anyhow um and uh i do want to say like uh, you know kind of like i'm, I'm gonna kind of switch gears here to something a little lighter um a little more in the entertainment uh field um i'm sure many people have heard if you're a batman fan there was definitely something to be excited about um possibly because they're not really being clear or not but uh, Michael Keaton, uh, who is, I consider my Batman. I don't know about you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, I think, uh, Tom King kind of said it, uh, uh, you know, who is a Batman writer for DC kind of said it best. It's like, you know, he said, whoever Batman was when you were 12, I view it more of like whoever Batman was when you were in like grade school, that's your Batman. <laughs> uh, and, well, but that, see, yeah. that's weird for us because we had both Adam West and Michael Keaton. But Adam West was already like that. That was already sort of like uh, like those were just uh, what do you call? I it, know, uh, but syndication. up until '89, that was yeah. everybody's Batman. Well, and even at that, like they really didn't. I, I, like I remember, I remember Batman, like Adam West, Batman coming on when I was like super little, like probably like maybe three or four. I remember like they would show it, but then like it kind of faded away. And then suddenly, Batmania happened again with uh, with, 80, with Batman '89. So it's like, so for me, there was a long enough gap to where I'd almost forgotten about the Adam West Batman. <laughs> and, to, and then like, but then that the uh, Batman '89 was so popular that they started running the old Adam West show in syndication again. Um, but uh, but no, like for many reasons, that first or that '89 Batman was was a huge deal to me because it was my first what i would call event movie um 
because I never really see like you know I I was too young for Star Wars, um, and I didn't really you know I, there and and there really wasn't a big like sort of like a movie that had a lot of anticipation behind it until Batman came out because this was a thing like where you know this like there was a lot there was a controversy over the casting of Michael Keaton because everybody's like why is Mr. Mom gonna be Batman I don't understand this. Because you know he's 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 not a he's not a, an action guy, and um, and it was there was so much outrage you know over this and, and bear in mind this is pre-internet that fans in like like wrote like actually hand hand wrote letters to the studio like like thou, like hundreds of thousands of handwritten letters to the studio saying that oh we don't want you to cast Batman or, or we don't want you to cast Michael Keaton as Batman. We need to have somebody else. And, um, and then when Batman came out, everybody was, their jaw just dropped because of how much he nailed that character. And, and no, and like to this day, I think, I still think he is probably arguably the best Batman. Um, and if you feel the same way we do, you know, <laughs> uh, there is there is reason to be excited because apparently uh, Warner Brothers, it has been announced that Warner Brothers is in negotiations to uh, to to try to get Michael Keaton involved in the uh, flat. I guess because they're going to be doing the Flashpoint storyline uh, in the, the the Flash movie whenever that comes, if and when that ever comes out. <laughs> um, and. Michael Keaton uh, is like, like they're, they're trying to talk. They're they're in talks with him to make an appearance as Bruce Wayne Batman in probably some like because they're they're trying to show that there's a multi. You know, they kind of showed in that um, cri the Crisis series on CW that there is a multiverse in the in the DC cinematic universe or, or te television and cinematic universe because they even have the thing where uh, Grant Gustin's Flash meets Ezra Miller's Flash. So implying that, oh, these worlds are aware of each other. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I think I, I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, uh, Bruce, or uh, not Bruce Wayne as Batman, uh, Michael Keaton as Batman again. Yeah. Uh, and it's especially... When people for a long time have wanted him to come back and be the be Batman Beyond. Beyond. Yeah. And that's... Batman that's Bruce of... Wayne. That's kind of the thing I've heard a lot about. Uh, like I, I know Kevin Smith has uh, Kevin Smith and uh, Mark Bernardin's uh, Fat Man Beyond podcast. They kind of talked about how wouldn't it be great if um, he they either got him to come back as the Dark Knight Returns Batman, which I still think he'd be a little old for that because you know that Batman. I mean, Michael Keaton is I think pushing seventy, um, and uh, that Batman was supposed to be in his 50s, so he'd be about 20 years older than he technically should. Um, or should he be doing the, or, or, or should he do the Batman Beyond, which I think is a better fit. Uh, yeah. And, well, and they even talked about how uh, they, because, you know, they're trying to develop the Batgirl uh, story as well, and talking about how possibly merge those two ideas, where instead of Terry McGinnis, you know, who is, who is the, the young batman and batman beyond like what if um it's a woman this time so then like and then that's that's the batgirl that we get that like he train you know she happens upon him and he trains her you know so that would i mean and that would be an interesting idea it's like that way you could take 
you could take the best elements of both of those stories and turn them into one, you know? Yeah. That is something that they can do. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you approve. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, but no, I mean, as far as like, you know, DC's got a lot, got a long way to go. Uh, they've had a few successes, but they've had a lot of misses. I think this would be, I think this would be a good, good choice for them to do. To definitely, definitely bring Keaton back in, kind of show that, yeah, like these movies, like yes, those old movies do still, like like you know the the eighty nine Batman still exists somewhere out there in the multiverse. That the, the Nolan Batman exists. And even the, you know, the, the Reeve Superman. Um, and I mean, it, it sounds like that might be even what they're kind of doing with uh, Across the Street with Doctor Strange. You know, with the, the um, uh, Multiverse of Madness thing. You mean across the country? Because they're not in New York anymore. Whatever. It's a, it's a term. <laughs> it's, I know, but it's, a term yeah, it's, it's still weird that they decided to leave New York and move out to L.A. Marvel did or no DC DC oh okay yeah they they like moved the, everything their entire operations mm. to LA hmm. bunch of weirdos uh, <laughs> well and they're also gonna you know they're also going to uh, distribute their own comic books now too so whatever yeah. whatever their business model is uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah um I don't know. Like I said, like I, I think this would be a step in the right direction for them. Uh, I've always said it's like every time a DC movie comes out, I want to like it, but more often than not, they do their best to not make me like it. Well, yeah, and it's like after so many lackluster, mediocre offerings, yeah. how can you not learn your lesson? Yeah, you know. As a as an executive over there, a well, guy in a suit who comes in and ruins ruins everything. Yeah. How can you not say, you know what? Let's try stepping back this time. Well, and, and, and the problem too is that like they can't exactly reboot the series because they'll have a hit. You know, they'll have a you know a crappy movie, crappy movie. Then suddenly they have a hit, and it's like you know they'll have a hit like Wonder Woman or Shazam or, or Aquaman, and then they're like. Oh no! Now that these are popular yeah, characters, how do, or are these characters popular, and we've introduced them in this universe, we are now stuck with this. Well, it just shows. I mean, like we go back to this all the time. Everybody always does, but Marvel has a very clear plan. Yeah, they've got a guy who leads it. Everything funnels through him. Yeah, it's all cohesive. It's all tied together, and it works. Yeah. Whereas you've got DC, who's like, well, let's try this, and let's try, oh, but this is different, and we've got this, and now you've got, like, four different converging stories that they're trying to... By the way, that was an awesome Adam West. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's try this whole chunk. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> what has no feet, but walks in a circle? Oh, of course! A bus! It was always like their their riddles that they always hmm. had to solve were so like, wait that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't like, I, I don't really get that one. <laughs> well, no, I know every time, you know, Robin would say something and he's like, "No, you complete idiot, yeah, shut up, <laughs> and let me solve it." Quiet, you. I'm way smarter than you, and 
it would just almost seem like they weren't even from Ritter, Riddler. It was like just Batman messing with Robin. From, they weren't from John Ritter, you know? <laughs> yes. Well, it was like Batman just coming up with these riddles that just to mess with Robin, like mm-hmm. to show him, you know, I'm smarter than you are. Yeah. Um, anyway, the DC just has, they don't have a, a rudder. A plan. Yeah. You know, we've got a Riddler, a Ritter, and a rudder. Yeah. Um, he, <clears throat> I don't know who, do they have a Kevin Feige type person who's I supposed to be don't... steering the ship? Uh, well, I mean, it was originally going to be, I mean, it was sort of Zack Snyder there for a while. Like he was sort of the guy. That right. But they couldn't, they couldn't keep their paws out. Yeah. Of well, the, well, the big, well, the, unfortunately the, the big thing, there were two things that sort of, um, that like the, the, the main one being really tragic, the, the well, reason yeah. why he had to quit is because his daughter had committed suicide. So he's like, I, I can't, I can't do this. I've got to step away. And then they brought in uh, Joss Whedon. And then, you know, and apparently I guess it just, cause I think they were looking at, it was like, well, this is the guy that, that made the Avengers work, but it's like the Avengers are not the justice league, you know? <laughs> so it's right. like, it's a different dynamic. And you, and you, you don't, know, you don't have the writers that they had. You don't have yeah. the, you know, comic yeah. book people input and you're obviously yeah. not listening to them if you do have the input well also and it's like especially it's like when you when you hear and and you know I, i'm, I'm going to be interested to see the snyder cut because you know that was originally supposed to be two movies and then they suddenly decide well we're going to condense it down to one now if you do that to me that that seems a little counterproductive because it's like well clearly they have stuff in here that that are not complete ideas you know like that, that are going to be things that are going to be like you know cultivated within two movies which they probably should have done that <laughs> you know then then it probably would have been uh would have been a more coherent story because they're they even well they even said like because you know there were in like in like certain trailers and stuff that they gave to San Diego, there's that scene where it shows um, Jeremy Irons where he goes... No, wait. You said it wrong. Huh? You said it wrong. Jeremy Irons. There you go. (laughs) Jeremy Irons. You know, uh, looking looking at somebody off camera and and says like, you know, he says something to the effect of, I'm glad you're here. I hope you're not too late. Now everybody assumed he was talking to Superman, but they actually revealed like no, he's supposed to be talking to the Green Lantern, and there is going to be uh, an effect where like it's the it, like green light glows on him after after he says that. Well, and then there is also Martian Manhunter was supposed to be in it because uh, um, did you see um, did you see Bat or or, or, the, or Man of Steel or Batman v Superman? Yeah, I saw both. Okay, so you know the the they black sucked. the black general. That's in those. Uh, I mean, no, not specifically, but you don't remember that character that was yeah. in. Uh, so, anyways, Snyder, well, and I think this this whole thing I think was supposed to be like a ruse to fool people because Snyder always says like, "Oh, I don't, you know, I don't but really find you, Martian." That, I do remember though that that's supposed to be John Jones, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the yeah. whole thing is that like. That 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 actor was going to be revealed to be actually Martian Manhunter in disguise, because right. and I think that was the big ruse that Snyder was trying to fool people on because he kept saying, "Oh no, I have no, I have no intention 
of of introducing that character kept kept basically saying like oh i don't really find that character interesting and then come to find because I, I think he was just doing that to kind of deflect people and make yeah. them not think that oh he's uh, the big reveal is gonna be that this guy is actually uh martian manhunter um and uh and unfortunately that was another thing that got on that you know they established that guy within two movies and then suddenly oh we're, we're abandoning that <laughs> Um, there was even like a thing where they were going to introduce, uh, Iris West, you know, who is the love interest for, um, uh, Barry Allen was supposed to be, was supposed to be involved in that. Um, so I don't know, like I, I will, I'm, I'm interested to see the difference in the Snyder cut and then what we got. Cause you know, good or bad, it can't be any worse. I'll just say that. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I don't know. Was there any other subject you wanted to bring up, or no? Um, we're out of time. Out of time. Okay. Well, yeah. um, as always, folks, if uh, you like what we talk about, uh, like hearing two, you know, forty, nearly forty-something white guy, cisgendered white guys in America, John, about uh, current events and pop culture. Uh, remember <laughs> to rate. Like... What's that? Rate and. Rate. Review, subscribe, and share. Because you don't like it, that's YouTube. Well, you know, whatever. Rate is basically the same thing. <laughs> like it as much as you can. You have to use the right terminology. Well, I'm going to say like. Or they won't do it. Don't well, get confused. <laughs> the poor. Don't talk down to the audience, Caleb. The three people we have listening to this right now are being very offended. No, the people, the people in our age group, they're getting to the age where technology suddenly doesn't make sense. Mm. You gotta help them. But anyhow, so like, uh, rate, said, like, subscribe, rate, and uh, remember, most importantly, share. You know, because it is it is a holiday right now that we're recording this on. And, um, you know, it's, it, it, you know, be a nice little belated, Hey, happy birthday, America present to somebody, you know? Yep. All right. Team so, America. Yeah. <laughs> oh, terrorists, your game is through. Cause now you've got to answer to America. America. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to bleep that one. <laughs> well, I wanted you to say it. Uh, all right uh well uh i am uh i am jeremiah and i already said my name what was it no oh, there we go well see they're they're also older now you know our listeners are our age they're older they forget so we got to remind them mm-hmm. yeah. and all i right. guess we'll uh see you guys next time on the normals show podcast tm cue the music <laughs>